Hello and welcome back to another episode of Biff Pal Bam. I'm your host Paul as always and for this episode we will be reviewing the new Marvel cinema only film Shang-Chi and the Ten Rings. Uh, joining me as always is Josh. Hello. Tony. Evening. And Craig. Mmm, Ten Rings. <laughs> Hello, that, sounded, that sounded too much like Homer with ten ring donuts. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so, yep, we are here to review Shang-Chi um, back in the cinemas. Um, obviously, I didn't see Black Widow in the cinema. I know, Craig, you went to the cinema, didn't you, to see Black Widow? Yes. Tony, you did as well, didn't you? I did, yeah. 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 And Josh, you watched it at home like I did. Yeah. Um, so for me and Josh, this was our first time back in the cinema to see a, a Marvel film. Um, I am going to start with the reason why I may not talk as much throughout this episode. Um, so I got to the scene that I was most looking forward to uh, with Abomination and Wong. And my son decided he needed a pee. <laughs> so I missed oh, it. No. Oh, no. Oh, and hell. then to top it off. We came home, went to put my son to bed. The little bugger had left his teddy bear in the cinema. Oh, uh, under the chair in the cinema. So I had to get and take it as this. It was my wife's teddy bear from when she was born. So it was nearly oh, 48 years old. Oh. Um, so I had to get in the car, race back to the cinema, sit and wait until the next showing came out before I could go and find it. So my oh, no. three, my screening started at quarter past three. I got home from the cinema at half past nine last night. <laughs> so <laughs> I haven't got great feelings about this film. Um, I will jump in, but I believe you guys will probably have had a better experience with it than I did. Just go and watch it again on your own, and I promise you, you'll enjoy it. Um, don't get me wrong. I, I enjoyed it. I'm, I'm just of the opinion, and I know one of mine and... Craig's colleagues had very low opinions of it. I wouldn't go that far. Yeah, but he's um, a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I I just think Marvel are playing it a little bit safe at the moment. That's all. Um, not that it's a bad film. I just think both Black Widow and this played it very, very straight. I mean, I would agree with you on Black Widow, but I... Although I think this was quite safe, I think that's what we needed because considering what we're gonna get going forward for a while, we need. Yeah, to I, just I just think that I think the TV, the TV side has not been as simple. I yeah. think they put more into the TV side than they are on the movie side at the moment. Mm. Um, that's yeah. just that's just my my problem with it. I didn't I didn't think it was a bad film. At what, all. Uh, what I will say, right. Um, Kerry and my sister-in-law Carla are starting to tune out at this point. There's there's too much going on. It's starting to, and it, and it, I know it's been confusing in other movies and other CDs and stuff. But Kerry doesn't get what if, and she struggled a little bit with this film today, even though it was quite straightforward. Um, mm. Do you know? And we're about to just go bananas. In in the, yeah, in the MCU, it, yeah. and people will zone out, and people will stop going. Yeah, they will. Yeah, 
Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. And don't get me wrong, it won't stop me going. I I saw the second trailer for Eternals for the first time yesterday, and I think that looks great. Um, and yes, I saw that before this one. Hopefully well, it won't I was just be. thinking, lads, now, before we started recording, that surprisingly, I mean, I was in a screening this afternoon about uh, at tea time, when the football was on, actually. Um, and there's maybe 13, 14 people in there, give or take. It went, nobody else stayed for the second credit scene, which really yeah, surprised a me. Of, a lot of people walked out of ours as well. Um, I wasn't yeah. sure. I hadn't. I tried to avoid everything. I had, I had seen a couple of things that spoil one of the cameos at the end. Mm. Um, the second one, I didn't know. Um, but yeah, I I didn't know how many there were. So as the first one ended, I thought, right, I'm going to check and make sure to see whether yeah. there is another one. Yeah. Um, without yeah. spoiling myself as to what it was. Mm. Um, See, that's that's so what I, I do around. for like, practically all films now. Uh, I either watch the first trailer, that's it. I'm going to break that rule only for Spider-Man because I'm just dying to see Toby as quick as possible. Um, <laughs> and, then for, and then I'll look, I'll Google as I'm actually in the cinema while the credits are rolling, how many post-credit scenes are there? I yeah. don't think you'll see Toby. I think you'll see a bit of his suit. I no, see. I think I think they might save Toby till uh, the actual film. I don't think Toby oh, or sorry. Andy are going to be in it. The trailers. But I mean, in terms of this film, I mean, yeah, I I really enjoyed it pretty much for the most part. There there were a couple of moments where we got a bit daft, and and it took me a while to get used to all the weird creatures and then realise that they're not actually on our Earth anymore, so to speak. Um, there's some interesting creatures on that. But. <laughs> Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I mean, I mean, I I've never been one who's sort of, you know, I've never seen the likes of Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, Crouching Tiger, because uh, I've never been really interested in that sort of really hyper martial art stuff. But in this, I think it was a bit more accessible. It was very much reminded me of like a sort of more sanitized version of the old Netflix stuff. Yeah, yeah, definitely, and I think that's that's where they were kind of a lot. I've seen a lot of reviews go, well, this is what Iron Fist should have been. Yeah. Is is, is really? this in the same is this the same universe as Iron Fist? So is the Ten Rings and Iron Fist linked somehow? Um in the comic books. Of, there's no yeah. confirmation basically. But it's it's in it's in every way except being said, basically. It's it, it's another version of it, certainly, isn't it? And, yeah. yeah. I mean the hat the hand and the ten rings are two separate organizations, but yeah. in fairness, if they merge them in the MC, the main MCU and brought Iron Fist back in, then I'd be fine. But, um, but no, I said, what I think what really got, it made me most interested in the film was, was the multitude of sort of surprise appearances that we end up getting in the film. I did not see any of them coming, um, particularly the return of a certain actor from Liverpool, well, character hey. from Liverpool. And see, that's why I told you guys to avoid any press from Marvel. Oh, okay. he, was the there, was he? he was the one. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And I was like, are you kidding me? That, that basically confirms that he's in the film when they hadn't even announced him. That's crazy. Like, now, in fairness, I had been told to watch uh, All Hail the King before going to see it. And I thought, ah. is, is that because um, obviously the Mandarin's in it? The proper Mandarin. But no, obviously yeah. it was because Trev's back. Yeah, but I think because I said so I didn't know he's in it, so for me it worked just as well as his first time we saw him. I thought 
Oh my word! And I sort of, oh, I may have laughed really loudly in the cinema when he appeared. <laughs> see, see, for me, it just felt a bit like it felt a bit like John Hurt's character in Crystal Skull. <laughs> he was kind of just there for a little bit of comedic effect, but if you'd have taken him out, yeah. it wouldn't have made any difference. No, no. Honestly, I think, well, I think, I think it needs it, personally. Well, I think it also serves as a purpose to sort of draw a line under the Mandarin stroke 10 ring story yeah. that's been set up, hasn't yeah. it? And it, does, it does the job for that. that. Yeah. Yeah, it does the job in that respect quite well. Yeah. Yeah, I agree but, with that. That's, that's some sort of vengeance, though, wouldn't it? To sort of get him out of prison, then kidnap him again. <laughs> you <laughs> bastard. <laughs> yeah, after all that. Because he basically says that he just decided he was going to be me. So once yeah. I knew where he was, that was it. I was going to take him and, and kill him. <laughs> and then, oh, no, I'm just his court jester now. Yeah. I mean, we, uh, we, I've, we've been told, haven't we, Paul, that the, the Scouse accent in it was terrible. Um <laughs> by our cohort on the other show. And I'm a Scouser, and when anyone tries to do the Scouse accent who's not Scouse, it's never perfect. But it worked for me. I was buzzing. Let's say it wasn't as bad as the one that they they mentioned to us, that it was worse than. It was not worse than Ray Winston. No. Did you guys spot when he's... He's got a Liverpool scarf on when he's repping yeah, the kids' football. That was the first thing, thing I, noticed. I noticed. Yeah, it's the first yeah. thing I noticed. As soon as it, it comes Brilliant. out, and I'm like, that's a Liverpool scarf around the mannequin. Yeah. What's so, going on? Liverpool yeah. FC are officially in the MCU. Is right. Brilliant. Brilliant. Cha- champions of Europe, champions of England, champions of the MCU. Uh, uh, so as we're jumping about the film and uh, talking about cameos, what about the cameos in the in the first credit scene? Oh, that shit me up, that man. Because you first you, you get that voice off screen, don't you? For Banner, like, who's this? See, I knew. And then he the was camera pulls round. Did you? I'd, yeah, I'd read a, a headline um, that ah. said he was in it, um, and but I didn't know she was in it. No, I no. didn't. Know, I didn't know either of them. Although but I will what? say. I'm dying to know what's happened. The Bruce has reverted back. I was yeah. just going to say, yeah, well, I've been watching a couple of breakdowns which sort of wonder whether there's something going on. Uh, one of them sort of goes on about the um, whether he's in his own future at that point when he snaps and goes into the sort of um, the realm of the dead people. What's it called? Um, where Thanos met his door. Oh, it's the after space or something, isn't it? Yeah. Something and, like that. And, and somebody's suggesting that whether he saw the future of himself, where he becomes that despotic version of the Hulk. Yeah. Uh, oh, Maestro. From the comp- Maestro, yes. Yeah. And whether yeah. something like that has forced him to go down a route of trying to separate himself, but suggested that the reason we've got it more is budgetary because they want to spend all the money on She-Hulk. Well, that, that's <laughs> what I'm wondering. I'm wondering whether She-Hulk actually takes place before Shang-Chi and we just mm. haven't been told that yet. The rumor yeah. is that he's running some kind of bar, bar where all the superheroes come to see him. What, like, so, a, like Josie like, and Jessica Jones? Yeah. Oh right. Oh, like, ah. like, like Sam and Cheers. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> because he can't yeah. fight anymore, so basically they go to him, him for advice. Yeah. Because that was a real big surprise that he was in it as Banner. Yeah, and yeah. uh, not the sort of professor banner. 
Well, that's the thing. No, I heard his voice and I thought, oh, right, okay, Professor Hulk. But then, no, it's Mark mm. Ruffalo. And I was like, hang on, the fuck? Where's this, like, big it, green gun? It's not even that. It's it's the fact that he looks battered. He looks old. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they, yeah. like something's happened to him that's caused mm. him to be like that. Well, I'm wondering whether yeah. he's given his blood to his cousin in yeah. She-Hulk and it's, like, drained a bit of the Hulk out of him. Well, oh, you've got possibly. to imagine that he wouldn't be able to give blood if he was in Hulk. Maybe I'll that's why he's blood out, yeah. back down then, yeah. Now, he also had his arm in a sling, didn't he? So is that yep. because of the clip? Is that the clip? Yeah. That's uh, a snap, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, it's so definitely good. it's definitely current Bruce Banner. That's yeah. for sure. We know we know that. So, and, and a certain Breeze cameo was nice to see. I did not expect to see her pop up in a cameo or anything. No, what I've, learned, what I've learned since is that she has been in the in every film made by the director. Ah, um, right. Oh, yes, yeah, so she has, actually. So that that explains why she's in it. Mm. it brought, um, now, in her in little bit, right, where she has to go, is that her second film, do you think? I would imagine so, but unless we're told otherwise. Because yeah. th- there's no point of it actually being there. You could have stuck any superhero there, couldn't you? Yeah, and well, that's literally... Because of the cosmic probably. element, wasn't it, I think? Yeah. 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 So, because it then leads into those questions of where that the rings come from. That was another plot surprise, that they're sort of... That's sending out a beacon. Now, is that a good beacon or a bad beacon, I wonder? I'm dying yeah, to what that's leading to, because I cannot find anything that it could lead to, like story-wise or anything. I've done yeah, that. I mean, going back to the breakdowns, there's sort of suggestions where that it might be various points, even leading leading to to the potential of Galactus. So there, there might be one ring to lead them all. Gollum might be in the MCU. Hey. <laughs> but that would be interesting if it's sort of in a roundabout way brought Galactus to the Earth at yeah. some point. Yeah, it's definitely, in, and that's what I. It feels to me like. The film is very contained, for the most part. Mm. And Until you get those credit scenes, like. yeah. yeah, yeah. But yeah. it doesn't, it doesn't have any slight deviations into the bigger picture until we get the massive ones at the end. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's why I just think it's a little bit too neat in some ways. But, um, right. but it, it was the ultimate origin movie in the, yeah. you know, it was it was like a good old fashioned. MCU movie where here's an introduction well, to a superhero, and yeah. the the reference to click, uh, the reference to the, the half of the universe gone, but they don't bang on about it. It's not you know they've moved on. Um, yeah, yeah, it so, happened, but let's focus on this film. Yeah, yeah, and that that's what I loved about it. See, yeah. I I I think personally it's up there with Iron Man one and First Avenger for me as origin stories. Hmm. It's it's yeah. right. It is up there. Yeah. And the other the other cameo I suppose before we just showed, was Wong. I thought it was a great another turn from Benedict again in this. Um, yeah, a couple of quite key scenes as well, didn't he? That and I know Paul won't dwell on it too long, but that fight with Abomination and the payoff to it was brilliant. Yeah. I literally came back into the cinema as I went through Wong's portal. Oh, you were <laughs> literally <laughs> see it again. Literally, I, I got, I, my son turned around to me literally as they got there, as Who's they walked into the building. Then? 
Oh my days. Who's abomination? <laughs> he, was, he was the villain from The Incredible Hulk. Tim Roth. Oh, okay. My goodness. You had the super soldier serum that went a bit astray. So didn't he get killed at the end? No. No, they put him on the no. raft. And he escaped. Oh, I can't remember any of this. You see, I, I Grace has watched the MCU right the way through three times. I need to go back and start watching all these old films now. But he's, but he's interestingly, the character seems to go through some sort of personality change if he's friends with Wong and they're doing scam wrestling results. <laughs> yeah. So it's interesting to see what he's going to be like in She-Hulk. Hmm. Yeah. That's why I'm so wondering I wonder whether, whether Shang-Chi takes place after She-Hulk because I think that's where the personality shift might happen and he goes off to Macau or wherever it was to mm. participate in the fight. Well, I mean, the Hulk had a, a personality shift, didn't he? So maybe Abomination would have a personality as he okay. grows into it more, you know. Why, why did Hulk suddenly become... Brainy and stuff, and calm down a bit because all he used to do is just smash stuff up and that. Yeah, the, well, the only thing I will say, they? yeah, the only thing I will say about Abomination is his little hippopotamus ears <laughs> that seem to <laughs> flick while he talks, <laughs> which I thought was a little bit strange. Because the other thing, of course, people are wondering now whether that fight scene is sort of concurrent with the new Spider-Man film, isn't it? Because we see yeah, Wong yeah. is basically going on holiday somewhere in the yeah. trailer. So that kind of makes sense, I guess, perhaps, that they sort of yeah. run in kind of parallel. Yeah, I guess so. We know that the, the last few films have run parallel, haven't they? Yeah. Mm. So well, the ones that came the after... Telly shows have run parallel with the movies, so... Yeah, exactly. And we know, we know that Spider-Man... Um, Far From Home was running concurrently, don't we? Yeah. yeah. Um, with some of the other other bits and pieces. So, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if that's not what they... Especially with the delays and things, it wouldn't be a massive surprise if that's what they've had to do to get them to work. Um, so, yeah. What did you guys think of the actual cast? I thought I thought the, the two main leads were in it, I think. Uh, she's very. Well, I can't. The actress's name escapes me. She, I, I take it she's got a comedy background, does she? Yeah, but so, yeah. she's Aqua, great. Aquafina, who I can't Aqua, take yeah. that name. I can't take that name seriously because it sounds like American Water. Is that, <laughs> yeah. is that, was that Kate? Was it? But yeah, yeah, yeah. She was. But I, mean, I, I thought she was great. I think she's pretty yeah. much steals the film for me. Well, do you know what it was? Right, I watched the trailer. I watched the first trailer, and I saw her, and I thought, right, I'm going to see this film. But she's gonna annoy the shit out of me, and do you but know she what? doesn't. She is one of the best things about that film. Yeah, yeah. And don't get me wrong, I like Simo Leo, but I think his sister was a better character. Hmm. Yeah, mm. Actually. Hmm. And I'm glad that she's sticking around because I had a horrible feeling they were gonna kill her off. Yeah, yeah, that touch and go, that bit when she's clambering on for dear life, wasn't it? And I thought, oh, the don't kill her off after one film. Yeah. 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 Do, do you think and, she'll assume the, the mantle of the Mandarin then, or do you think she'll just be the person who's the head of the Ten Rings? Because, I don't know. Because if you think... Well, that credit scene, of course, that credit scene sets them up that they're going to come back. Oh, yeah, no, I know they're, they're going to end up... What I mean is, like, when she rocks up on screen next, do you think she'll go, I'm the Mandarin, or I am 
I don't want to butcher her name. Well, Whatever the thing is, he, and the he doesn't claim that he's the Mandarin, does he? He well, just no, says, no. people have told me that. But what I'm wondering is whether she might assume the mantle because she knows yeah. it strikes fear in the heart of Americans. Yeah, and, I'm, and I'm wondering whether she will actually call herself that because he didn't. Yeah. Although I did so, like the joke in the fact that he said Americans are scared of an orange sauce. Yeah. I, I, I <laughs> laughed. I really a, chick- a chicken dish. A chicken dish. Chicken dish, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, and don't get me wrong, there were some great comedy moments in it as well. Um, oh, they, Grace and Jack were howling. That's the second time they've seen it. They absolutely <laughs> adored this film. So that's an 11-year-old and a 12-year-old. They love this film. And yeah. they were howling before the funny bits when yeah. I, when we took them today because they knew what was coming. The one thing that I really did enjoy was the stuff on the scaffolding. Oh, that, oh, that yes. was well, really well that. put together. Yeah, yeah. fantastic. Do you yeah. know what? I'll, I'll even say um, the bus bit was fantastic. I know we saw loads of it in the trailer, but actually yeah. seeing it properly, like uh, from from hit to hit, basically, oh, brilliant. Yeah, mm. and the, the guy that was the, the villain that ended up being a good guy. Oh, right. Um, later on. Yeah. yeah. The fact that he's got no acting experience, that he's no, come he from being. No, he was an MMA fighter. That was oh, in, wow. the only thing he's that he's been in. with like fighters and wrestlers and shit going into. The, the only real acting experience he had was he was in Creed 2. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, then. As a, as a boxer. So it, it kind of, so I actually thought he put in a really good performance and he had some really yeah. good comedic moments as well. Yeah, yeah. Has he only got one arm in real life? Or was no. That just no. <laughs> that, that's just the character. It's, it's, it's the magic of Hollywood, Craig. <laughs> no, it's just, I remember them saving Private Ryan. They had a, on the beach scenes, they were a lot of people who'd lost limbs, weren't they? Who were done yeah, up in true, prosthetics yeah. and stuff. Yeah. So yeah. I didn't know if they'd have brought in somebody who'd lost an arm. Like. Um, and then one for me and Craig, once we get to um, wherever it is that they go to, they don't really tell us, do they? Other than it's... Not really, the, just kind of like, oh, it, it's an ultimate alternate dimension, just the universe, yeah. yeah. Um, I think Disney have got their beastly kingdom back. Oh, well, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, because they were originally at Animal Kingdom, there was meant to be a land that was mythical beasts. Yeah, and dragons they scrapped, and whatnot. Yeah, and they scrapped it because they didn't have the money at the time. So everybody that was working on it went to Universal and built Islands of Adventure. Um and Disney have been looking for something similar for a long time, and I think they found it. Yeah. Definitely. Um, it would make so much sense to do something with that. It's... <laughs> you see, Mythical Beasts, that's like the league title for Spurs fans, isn't it? <laughs> you just, all they have to do, right, is <laughs> stick a load of wings on pigs and chop their heads off. <laughs> David David Cameron has already said he'll have the heads. <laughs> <laughs> if his lawyer's listening, Craig doesn't speak for the rest of us. <laughs> oh, no, oh, no, he did fuck a pig's head. Don't worry about that. That is bad. Oh, let's not go down the, the Black Mirror route. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Well, no, we've had that already with What If. I think that was bad enough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but... 
<laughs> Have you guys got anything else you want to add? It, does, does anybody no. know, um, Josh, especially, do you know this story in comic book form? So, so how close? Um, the- basically, the, the, the only real difference in his origin is more the fact if you were to get rid of the entire alternate dimension storyline and swap out the Mandarin for Fu Manchu. All right, okay. That's literally it. Um, oh, I think they created his best mate as a brand new character, from what I can yeah. sort of tell. Um, I think the sister might be as well, but there is actually a storyline where he's got about 10 brothers and sisters, and half of them like are on his side, and half of them want to fucking kill him. Which yeah, you think yeah, he he would have a lot of brothers and sisters if his dad's a thousand years old. Exactly, yeah. Josh, has he ever paired up with Iron Fist in the comics or anything? Or... Yeah, Heroes for Hire, yeah. Oh, they're both in Heroes for Hire. Yeah, because it, it, it was Cage and Iron Fist originally. Then yeah, uh, yeah. Cage, Cage went off and shagged Jessica Jones. And then, <laughs> um, and then I think it... They kind of expanded Heroes for Hire. It wasn't just two people all the time. It, ah, right, kind of, okay, yeah. it was kind of a lot of the street-level villains apart from Spider-Man. Uh, mm. And Shang-Chi was one of them. Um, but to be fair, from what I've seen of people's kind of reactions to the his personal comics, they're not brilliant. They're kind of a generic kung fu mm. comic, basically. There's no real like depth or story or anything. So I basically think if Marvel, the comic company, decide to change up the character to fit the MCU version, I think a lot more people would start buying those comics because the the ability to develop like a mythos around the Chinese, um, sort of like the uh, the dragon lore and things like that, I think it's it's almost unlimited to be honest. They could do. We haven't even seen Fing Fang Foom yet. And you know what? I was so annoyed that I proper went on to use about the, the dragon in the lake being Fing Fang Foo. And, <laughs> no, like, and then it wasn't even fucking him. <laughs> I was so pissed off at that. I was so convinced it was him. Oh, no. Sadly not. But um, I yeah, I just, my... to have that uh, the good dragon as Fing Fang Foo, no. Yeah. Anyway. My... My overarching feeling for this is that I, I, I'm now liking how they're sort of expanding into these other areas, the mythical, magical stuff. And yeah. I, each year that passes now, I'm getting more and more psyched to see what they'll actually do with Blade when you get to it, because oh, kind of the yeah. super quote unquote supernatural is really only the last bit left now. I think, isn't it? Pretty much. Uh, yeah, actually, yeah. Mm. Now yeah. the MCU might be over in the next ten years, boys. We'd be out of a job. Yeah. Oh, oh no! There's still about 10, 10 million characters to go by. That's true. Yes, that's true. Well, the, uh, yeah, those are the ones that aren't owned by Sony or that are. <laughs> yeah. I don't think it'll make much difference. They'll just soon, buy Sony. Yeah. You know what? I have heard rumored that they might just buy Sony Cinema Division and Sony can do what the fuck they like with like PlayStation and all that. I have heard rumor, but whether it happens. We shall see. It makes sense business from a business point of view, wouldn't it? Oh yeah, massively. Yeah. So right, I suppose we better give our our final scores before we we yeah. move on. Uh, who wants to Who wants to finish off first? <laughs> who? Uh... 
get the biscuits out, I'll finish off first. Oh. Um, our, 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 our returning guest, I suppose you go first, Craig. Yeah, I absolutely love this film. I laughed out loud a bit. I didn't cry, which a lot of MCU does make you cry. Um, I didn't have a problem with any of it because I don't know any of the, you know, I don't know what's been missing. So I'm going honest to God, right? I love this film. I needed to see this film. So 99 out of 100. Wow. Oh, wow. Okay. Wow. I mean, I mean, I loved it myself, but my score is not that high. Uh, mine's only um, like ninety. I mean, it's yeah, not, it's not, it's, not, it's you, in the same bracket as Craig, but like, it's not, it's not that high. Jesus, because like, yeah, I, I, mean, like yeah. I was saying before, I'd rate Iron Man and First Avenger, the other two brilliant origin movies, as um, like ninety fives and stuff. But yeah. th- this is this is a ninety for me. It's brilliant. Yeah, I mean, that's some thoughts myself. I've I really enjoyed it. I think there are a couple of bits that are a bit daft, and but it was a really good Sunday afternoon entertainment. And uh, I think I probably get eighty eight percent. Fair play. Uh, and for me, as I said, I don't think it's a bad film. I just don't think it's as good as some of the others. While it mm. is far better than other films, like. I would put it above, for me, I'm not a massive Guardians of the Galaxy fan, and I would put it above both of those. I would put it above the second Thor, like most people would. Um, Probably Iron Man 2, it's above as well. Um, And and I can't give it a bad score, because it wasn't a bad film. So I'd probably give it an 84. Yeah. yeah, because it's still a good film and it's better than a lot of things. It's certainly yeah. better than Suicide Squad. Oh, yeah, yeah uh, no, I will give you that. So, yeah, I think in general, I, I enjoyed it. I just didn't enjoy it as much as I have done other ones. And I, I, I want to see them take a little bit more risk. Sitting outside the for an hour and a half will do that, man. <laughs> <laughs> and it was so late, I couldn't even have a bloody coffee. Well, no, it was there. If I'd have had one, though, it would oh, have been my third of the day and I'd never go to sleep at that time of night. <laughs> so I sat there like a numbnut waiting for him to let me in. <laughs> oh, so, dear, oh, dear. So on that note, I think we can all agree that it was a, an enjoyable film. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Good to be back in the cinema for a Marvel film. Uh, yeah, certainly for absolutely. two of us. Um, and just looking forward to what's coming next. I, I believe there's there's rumours of a Hawkeye trailer on its oh. way. Oh. Um, so that's due when, what, only two months away from when it's due to be out now. Yeah. Um, when um, so, she Hulk you out? Uh, next year. Early next year, oh, I believe. Spring, isn't it? I think, yeah. 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 It's supposed to be about March, April, something, isn't it? So we've got Hawkeye this year. Then I believe Miss Marvel is going to be early 2022 now, isn't it? I think they pushed it yeah. back slightly. Um, and two more cinema trips for Craig as well this year. Yeah. Eternals it, and Spider before the end of the year. I mean, it's going to be so good to just breathe in, in January and go, because what a year we've had for Marvel. Yeah. Yeah, considering, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They've, they've really knocked it out of the park with with everything on Disney+. Plus. Who, who would have thought 18 months ago that Disney+, Plus would be such a, a great thing for, for people because 
a lot of people probably would have gone, oh, I'll get it at some point. And then, obviously, what happened, everybody went, well, what else are we going to do? Yeah. Well, I mean, um, I was probably cynical about it to start with. But, but in terms of what they've done with the Marvel shows generally, it's allowed proper comic book character storytelling that you don't get in a two-hour film. No. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but it's like each episode is an issue. Yeah. How much, yeah. How much money would this film have to pull in this weekend for it to be considered a success, considering it's, what's still going it's, it's on? It's already in the... pulled in like about a hundred and... No, hang on. Is it a... It, it was 85 million in the US. That's it. Yeah, 85 domestic. And I'm, I'm sure worldwide opening weekend, it's something like 174 million. So it's the second biggest film of the year behind Fast 9. Wow. Yeah. Should be bigger than Fast 9. Yeah, it, de- it, it deserves be. to be bigger than Fast Nine. Yeah, absolutely. And the thing is, this isn't going to see any fall off. I don't think, like we've seen with some of the others, because they've gone. You've been able to stream them. I believe yeah. Fast Nine, you could stream a couple of weeks after it came out in the cinemas. Well, this will be on Disney in like three months, won't it? So, yeah, isn't it forty-five days? Is it? Yeah, I sure think they've it's... changed it. Yeah. All right. Um, for now, so and has, yeah, has it opened in China yet? I don't believe so. Do you think that for the Chinese market they'll have re- refilmed and just spoken Chinese all the way through it? Uh, I can't. I can't see it. But I mean, they might have done fair play to them if they have. Like, but I think it's just whether it, it's it's money at the end of the day, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, interesting. Yeah, I, I was on that night. I was expecting more of it to have been done in San Francisco than it was. Yeah, mm. so it's just that opening, like scene, isn't it? And Basically, then, the first act, isn't it? Yeah, and then that's just, it. It's be, done. Before we wrap up, I mean, the one thing I just sort of crossed my mind when you sort of you get into sort of geek mode is I was sort of started thinking. This now as you see the multiverse is perfect for Sony because this is the same city that Eddie Brock's currently in. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and they did they did mention that they they did think about putting Scott in at some point. Oh, um, yeah. Be. But they said it just because they only filmed that opening section, they didn't really have anywhere else for him to be in it. Put him. Yeah. So I, I, I do wonder whether they thought about putting him in that end scene with Wong because they said originally it, they hadn't written it that it was going to be Wong. They'd just written that someone was going to turn up. Um, and they said they had so much fun with him earlier in the film that they, yeah, they decided to keep him for the end. So, But I think on that note, it, it is time to wrap up. All, yeah. all pretty much enjoyed the film, some some more than others, but I think we can all agree that it was a it was a good popcorn flick. Oh, and yeah. that's yeah. all that's all I really asked for for a trip to the cinema is a is Absolutely. a good good popcorn flick. So um yeah, all enjoyed it and we will be back next week with a, another episode of What If. Thank you for joining me, boys, and we what will you? see you next time. See you later, guys. Bye. This podcast is part of the After Dark Podcast Network.